Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Ranked, a Hop LA podcast where we rank the beers and you drink them. My name is Gary. This is Mac. What's up? And you re- you ready to rank, brother? I'm always ready to rank. All right. I'm excited for this. So on this episode, we are diving into Long Beach, California. We recently just took a trip down there to check out all of the new spots that have opened up. I mean, Long Beach is exploding, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's almost there's too many spots now that have opened in the last year to even like to even name right now. Yeah, I mean, we, and we didn't even have any time to check out all of them. That's no. <laughs> I was so bummed that there were some that we weren't able to check out. We did what we needed to do. We did our due diligence to uh, put together this list. So I, I feel very confident now that we're going to put together something that. Um, seriously true to what Long Beach has to offer. Um, And before we get into the list, uh, gotta give a quick shout out to a brand new sponsor of ours. Um, This is the Bottle Shop in Silmar. Really awesome place where they're just selling some legit craft beer. They're getting some really good stuff, local, regional, outside of LA. I mean, Alvarado Street, Moonraker, Casa Agria, really, really good stuff. Yeah, and I think like, you know, nowadays people are seeking out those out-of-towner beers, um, and there's not too many places that are putting in the effort to bring them in. Uh, the bottle shop does that very, very nicely. So always a nice, fresh offering when you go there. Yeah, I think uh, what's pretty apparent now with uh, bottle shops is now that craft beer is so big and there's so many different breweries, you see there's like a, a baseline level that like a decent craft beer shop can get. And then there's the stuff that goes above and beyond that they have to actually travel out or have special relationships uh, with certain breweries. And there's a handful of them here in like the LA area and the bottle shop is like right at the top of that list. Um, And I think one of the things that I think is the best thing about the bottle shop is when you go in to check out what they got, you don't feel, it's not like a stuffy, like uncomfortable environment where you can't ask questions or like you don't know like where to go or what to look at. Like it's all very straightforward. The staff is really friendly. Um, just a really cool spot overall. Um, so check them out. They're in Silmar and you can also order their delivery through Postmates or Drizzly. Uh, yeah, just super stoked to have them as part of the podcast and we've been searching for a sponsor for a while and wanted to be really, really picky about who we brought on. Um, just because we want to be able to truly endorse them, and the bottle shop is 100% that. So definitely check them out. That's our sponsor for the show. Um, and next things before diving into the list, we gotta drink some beers, right? Of course, and that's a prerequisite for this podcast. Okay, so what are we drinking? All right, so today we're drinking a couple beers from Long Beach, uh, staying in the theme of, of Long Beach beers that we actually got when we were down there. Um, one is Steady Brew Beer Co. This is Grasshopper IPA. This is their uh, flagship beer that, or flagship IPA um, that they're canning. This is in six packs. Um, pick those up at the tap room if you guys are in there. Uh, I think Distro's pretty limited for them. They're all around Long Beach, but yeah, it's basically it. Yeah, same pretty local. But uh, yeah, what do you got? I got uh, Beachwood and Society collab, Defender of the Hops, 7.1% West Coast style IPA. Um, I think this is just going to pair perfectly with a podcast. Oh, absolutely. All right. Let's no, crack them quick, and pour them. Quick shout out to uh, our buddy Pelloman. Yes. For hooking up this beer, the, the Society Beachwood beer for us. Yes. Nice to finally meet Pelloman. Shout out to Pelloman. Very good dude. And thanks for sharing this beer with us. 
So uh, I think we'll skip right over the tasting notes on these beers since everyone listening can't see or taste it. But I will say, like, that's a that's a dark IPA. That though. is a dark IPA. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Reminds me of a little old school style, yeah. Yeah, yeah. especially compared to this West Coast. It's like clear and bright. Really clear. Wow. Difference in color is crazy. Yeah. This is like copper, amber. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's jump right into the list. Um, let's do it. Starting at number 10, what are we doing? Kick us off. <sighs> Gotta do a quick sip there. So number 10, we're going to kick things off with a bottle shop slash tap room. Uh, this is Stateside Crafts. They've been around for quite a while now, um, but killing it in the beer game. Um, I think that if you're looking for, I mean, you know, uh, you know how we feel about tap room bottle shops. It's really kind of a cool experience to yeah. like, yeah, have draft beer and then grab stuff from the cooler and try that out. But, um, but in terms of offering, just kind of crushing it, um, definitely a go-to spot if you're looking to pick up beer to go. Yeah, absolutely. We couldn't uh, get enough um, endorsements of Stateside as we were going around Long Beach and asking people what are the legit spots. Um, Stateside was kind of um, mentioned over and over again. So bottle shop tap room, yeah, can't go wrong. Good nope. stuff coming yeah. into Stateside. Um, and that leads us into number nine. This is actually a brand new spot. They opened up probably um, a little over a month ago, and it's called Little Vice. Um, this is kind of out there. They're kind of like not in like the downtown area of Long Beach, a little kind of on the outskirts a little bit. Um, and basically, you drive up and there's no sign, and it looks like they took over kind of a hole in the wall, you know, Mexican food spot. And you walk in and that vibe rings, rings true. Uh, they have a nice little patio and a really cool little bar. Got the neon sign over it. Um, what would you say, about 20 taps? Yeah, I mean, at least 20 to 30, I feel like. They were all legit. Yeah. Like, good beer that you really wouldn't expect to find in a place like this. Um, I think I had a Hazy from Modern Times. I, did a, I think I did a West Coast from Mumford. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, just, I mean, obviously those two breweries uh, standout breweries in southern california um there was a legit sour um selection on that menu as well really really good stuff but it's not just about the beer at little vice though no is it? no it's no. not the tacos you guys if you're going to little vice come hungry uh the taco game is being crushed over there yeah those are some of the best tacos that we'd had and they paired up really really well with those beers um talked to one of the owners and they're just happy and enthusiastic about being in Long Beach, about bringing legitimate craft beer, and then a, about their food program as well. So um, I know that next week, um, you know, we're recording this on September 4th, I believe. Yep. Um, next week they're doing a tap takeover with Humble Sea and Rip, Ooh. which I think just goes to show you, like, the relationships that they've built and the beer that they can bring in. If you're a, a place that's open, been open for one month and you're bringing in those breweries, like... That's not easy to yeah, do. You got relationships. Yeah, yeah, totally. So um, that's in kind of celebration of the CCBA summit that's happening next week. Um, so Little Vice, I know that a bunch of people that we talked to like hadn't heard of it yet or hadn't been there. So put that on your list. That comes in at number nine. All right, moving into number eight. Um, one of our favorite spots down here. Uh, we're looking at Beer Belly. Of course, the Koreatown location closed in July, um, but the Long Beach location lives on. Um, and for the, for the beer's sake, the reputation is still there. 
Um, great beer, um, cocktails, delicious food. I mean, if you want the duck fat fries or death by duck, there's only one place to go to for that. Um, and I remember Jimmy saying there's like a little tiki bar in the back. Yeah, Friday, Saturday nights, they open up a little tiki bar in the back. Um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool little spot, pretty unique place. And I'm just, I'm just so happy that uh, Beer Belly continues to live on and stokes that it's in Long Beach. And the location in Long Beach can't be beat because it's right next to a couple other places um, on our list here that we'll get into in a little bit. But just so you know, you go to Beer Belly, you're walking around and hitting like two, three other spots. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Beer Belly at number eight. And then transitioning into number seven... The newest brewery in Long Beach as of this recording. The venue it, for episode 100. That's true. Events on tap. Probably one of the coolest breweries in Los Angeles as a whole, I would say. That venue is just pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, like the big, I mean, just the building itself, it's huge, big glass windows, um, great look into the brew house, um, and it was pretty crowded. I and I think it was mild for because it was Probably a holiday so, yeah yeah so we won't keep you in suspense any longer this is trademark brewing these guys have been in planning for at least a couple years now and they finally opened up and i just i think the community has just embraced them right off the bat and you can tell with the beer the beer is solid like i liked we didn't have too much from them um but i've heard great things about their mexican lager um we had yeah a kolsch Kolsch was awesome. Um, um, tropical a, IPA. A Hellas, yeah, a tropical, a hazy. We tried um, a little, little bit of, tried to do a little bit of everything for what we could. I think for a brewery that's a, you know, a little over a month old, I think they're closer to two months old now, um, I tend to try and like reserve judgment on the beers as much as I possibly can. Like They can't be awful, but like as long as they're decent, I'm like cool because I know that it just improves as they you know, figure out the system. Um, so yeah, I think at this point in time, like the beers passed for me, like they're not like I'm going there for the beer. This is the best beer I ever had. Uh, no, but I think that they will get there. Like I'm really optimistic for like where their beer program is going to go, um, on the system that they have. They have a bunch of barrels, like, you know, they probably haven't had time to even fill all their, their barrels at this point in time. So I think trademark is one to watch is like going to be one of the best breweries in all of Los Angeles. Oh, you heard it here first. Yeah, I think they'll get there. Um, and the space is just ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely check out Trademark. Coming in at number seven on the list. Uh, what's next? No, or yeah, next up, number six. Uh, this is a brewery that I was stoked to visit mm -hmm. on our little visit down uh, to Long Beach not too long ago. Uh, Ambitious Ales. Beautiful tap room, really diverse offering of beer, um, you know, from Goza's and, and, you know, Belgian table beers. And I, you know, I think they said they at the time only had one IPA. So it, it's kind of goes to show like they're trying to kind of nail it on a bunch of different styles, mm -hmm. stouts, porters, that coffee, vanilla, golden ale, right? yeah. the blonde ale they had. Yeah. Um, doing some really cool experimental things. I think that's you know why they made our list is that. You know, the beer was really, really solid, and they're just looking to keep innovating, and I like breweries like that. Yeah, we talked to the owners, and they have, like, a really cool vibe to them. They're just, like, super positive dudes and are enthusiastic about sharing their beer, and it was evident in every beer that we tasted, like, these guys 
care about what they're doing and the way that they curated that tap list. Like, like you said, there's not six IPAs on it. And I think as a new brewery, like I think they're about a year old. It's very difficult to, to, it's, it's hard to avoid doing that. You know, you, you want to have four different IPAs so that you can capture 70, you know, 70% of the drinking market. Um, so to be able to resist that and to brew all these different styles and like, I think they had a Gruit, they had like, um, they had a Hef that like, I haven't seen a Hef on a, on a brewery list for a little while. Like, so they just like, they really wanted to span the gamut of styles and there wasn't one that I thought really missed. Like everything was at least solid to very good. Um, so yeah, ambitious ales. And I think one of the, uh, the telltale signs of like whether you actually like the place or not is would you go back and whenever i go back to long beach like ambitious is one that i'd like to hit up like that would be on my list so i think that's why they they rightfully earned number six on this ranking and i could easily see them moving up the list um the next time we do it whenever that may be yeah you know next year and that's kind of the nice thing about like you know these lists for us are like what we think right now yeah and that's definitely a brewery that as they continue and, and keep innovating and, and keep putting out great beer yeah that's gonna they're gonna climb, climb anyone's list for sure so moving into number five what do we got this is the fourth horseman so this is a pizza and beer joint uh, i believe they also do um like cans and bottles to go as well brought to you by uh ryan and martin they're the Formerly of Phantom Carriage, so they are kind of true to that like horror kind of punk theme, yeah. and they brought that to the Fourth Horseman. This is formerly the uh, public beer and wine shop. Uh, if anyone kind of knows Long Beach beer over the past several years, great little spot, um, but ended up transitioning to them, and I think is really cool because they kept kind of beer quality, probably even increased like the quality of beer that they're bringing in, um, and have kept like the fact kept that as an option for craft beer drinkers in the area added pizza and to be honest we haven't had the pizza so we can't say for sure but everything that we've heard is that this pizza is amazing yeah uh you know i've I heard a couple times throwing out best pizza in long beach i'm not the one to judge that um but they have that and then i think what i was getting at was they brought character to this space that really sets it apart from anywhere else not just in long beach but like anywhere in the state, in the country. Yeah, like, we, we felt that way about Phantom Carriage at the time. And like when you look at the Fourth Horseman, like when you think pizza and beer, you don't think you're going to be walking into like a horror themed right. pizza shop. Yeah. Um, but it's, so it's kind of cool, unique character. Uh, yeah. Arcade that, that games, yeah. movie screenings, uh, lots of fun stuff. They were telling me about uh, this bingo night that they do that's like irreverent bingo or something like that. That's just like, Ridiculous. It sounds ridiculously fun and inappropriate, but fun. <laughs> uh, so, Fourth Horseman, holding it down at number five, getting some really, really good beer, really, really good pizza option. And, uh, yeah, you got to check it out if you're out there. And I know they're also doing a really cool event for the CCBA Summit next week with mm. a bunch of really great breweries. I know Humble Seas involved in that Oof. and Alvarado and a bunch of really, really good breweries. So... Um, so check it out. I know they're like, they have like a max capacity of like 80 people. So it's not a big place. It's going to get filled up 
so it'll be tough to get in. But it just goes to show you that they get good beer. They have great relationships with breweries. And no matter when you're down in Long Beach or what time you want to go, like they should be on your list. Yep. Agreed. Moving into number four, uh, we're zipping over to 10 Mile Brewing. Um, 10 Mile, the ultimate, like, f- like family run, super solid, really cool brewery. Um, and the last we we the last time we were there was kind of a while ago, but from everything that I've heard, like they're they're just continuing to to do really really well. Mm-hmm. They opened up that second tap room in Bellflower. Um, but I just love, like, I love the theme that they go for, kind of outdoorsy. Um, American. The, yeah. yeah. And, and the beer, I remember being very, very good, like that, that uh, Kentucky Common. Is that what it was? Yeah, they had a Kentucky yeah. Common yeah. at the time, yeah. I remember that being I, pretty good. I think a way to describe their beer offering is approachability. And not in, like, approachability like, oh, they made, like, an easy-to-drink beer. More like... They made a bunch of different styles of beer, and they made each of them very, very well. Um, so I think that's kind of like the baseline for them. And then, depending on the beer, it may be even better than that. So I think that they kind of set this bar of like, when you go to 10 Mile, whether it's at their brewery location in Long Beach or that new tap room at Steelcraft in Bellflower, um, you're gonna find something that you absolutely love. And what's cool to see about them is their involvement in the beer community in Long Beach. Um, I feel like I, I kind of see them constantly helping out other brewers or collabing with other brewers. Like they're doing more and more collabs, which is really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I love that family vibe. You, like, you almost feel like you're a part of the family yeah. when you're there, like asking questions about the beer or, you know, getting a, a, a taster. Um, they make you, f- they want to like help educate and, and help you find the right thing. I just feel like I'm like one of, I'm one of them. I also like that um, you're not in like the, a small sweaty tap room. Like this is like a huge warehouse space and it's just like expansive and it feels cool when you walk up to it. I dig that. I feel like the vibe that you drink your beer in plays a part in how you experience the beer. And I think at, at 10 mile, they do a good job like curating that for everyone. Yeah. So yeah, I think um, 10 mile, holds a very solid spot at number four um, that most people listening to this, I feel like have either heard of them or checked them out. But if you haven't, like this is your opportunity to do so. I really don't see their beer on tap up here in Los Angeles city like area that, that often. So I think you'll probably have to head down to Long Beach to do it, but they're number four. So you better do it. All right. That brings us to number three where the tap list is just, crazy out of control uh why don't you tell the people what it is this place is called Bottlecraft. and this they opened up probably six months ago or so um, i think earlier this year and i think this is the sixth location for them so they started and are based in san diego um they've been around for 10 plus years down there and it shows in the in the beers that they're bringing um into long beach we saw beers that we've never seen on tap in Los Angeles. Right. It's really, really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, and a lot, and a lot of taps. A lot of taps over there. 30 to 40 taps. Just, 40 taps probably. Like I, when I was looking to choose what beer I was going to drink, I had a really, really, really hard time yeah. narrowing that down. Yeah. Um, I went with Humble Sea. Can't go but, wrong. Uh, can't go wrong. Yeah. But man, like it's just 
you know, it's it's, uh, it's stupid how crazy that's happened. Yeah, is. stuff from San Diego that you never see up here in L.A., Orange County, and then all the way up the coast into Northern California. Really, really cool. Um, and I think, in you know, going back to atmosphere and vibe, I think there's a pro and con here. Yeah. So they're located in, I think it's called the Hangar at Long Beach Exchange. So it's like a the Long Beach Exchange. I think is this big shopping mall like an outdoor kind of collection of stores, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And then the hangar is like a food hall. So you walk in and, and Bottlecraft is right when you walk in, kind of hits you right in the face, um, which is awesome because you see that, you stop, and you're not going to leave. Um, but we did kind of um, wander around and the food seemed amazing. Yeah. Like they had some really cool options there, um, which is the pro. So you're pairing up some world-class beer, one of the best tablets I've ever seen in Los Angeles, uh, with some really, really cool sounding food, lots of different styles. But then you get the con, which the space that it's in, the hangar itself, um, they've packed it. Yeah, it's not. There's not a lot of yeah, room. There's no room to like sit, separate spread out, out yeah. and like relax and enjoy your beer. Like the bar area is not separated from the food area. So, like, it's just like kind of buzzing all around. There's people waiting to sit down at a table with their food and. I just feel like you couldn't sit there for like more than an hour, hour and a half without feeling like uh, we should probably get going, you know? Right. It's got this, it's not a hangout vibe in my opinion. No, not a hangout vibe. It's definitely one of those spots where you're going to go there to get lunch or like dinner or something. Yeah. Get a beer or two and then, you know, you're on your way. For sure. So yeah, pros and cons on the atmosphere there. Um, But I think the beer quality outweighs whatever con there might be. Um... Yeah, Bottlecraft is on my list, on our list, number three on the list of places to <laughs> is go. This your list beach. or is this our list? Is this my list? <laughs> it's a list. Whose list is this? <laughs> it's a list, and, and anyone should check it out. Bottlecraft is so good. So, all right, now we're getting into top two. Yeah, it's, top two. It's got a little difficult. Yeah, we had to narrow this down quite a bit, but I think uh, I think number two, who we chose, is. is Know, well-deserving yeah based on just how unique it is um, their approach to the entire operation when it comes to beer and food um, we're talking about Long Beach Beer Lab um, pairing up like the chemistry background of the owner and, and head brewer with like the cooking and like the sourdough facility that the his, I think his wife is running yeah um, and they and they and they share ingredients so like some of the you know, ingredients that, that they're using in the bakery is making its way into the beer. Um, you're getting like bread samples while you're hanging out there drinking the beer. Um, they make awesome pizzas out of you know what they're pumping out of that bakery. Um, it's just a really cool, interesting place. And when it comes to the beer, then you're getting a like kind of a wide range of style, and you're getting unique ingredients in that beer. Yeah, absolutely. The uniqueness plays a part. And also, they carry that experimental vibe through the taproom motif, too. You have, like, microscopes and, like, cool shit all over the place that makes you feel like you're in a beer lab. Um, So, yeah, it's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, just the experimentalness of of those beers. We, The last time I had their beer was at Celador, the Sour Friends Fest. And they had some crazy stuff there that was amazing. And... I talked to a few different people that are like major, major sour heads and they were like, Long Beach Beer Lab brought the best beer here. 
Wow. Out of like some of the best sour producers in California. So I like that. Uh, yeah, that definitely goes to show you something. And um, I think another aspect that vaults them up a little bit or gives them some extra points is their their plans for expansion. So they recently, I'm not sure if it's open yet or it's about to open, but they have a space like next door that they're doing distilling. Ooh. Yeah. So it's I like actually did hear about this. Long yeah, Beach yeah, yeah. Spirits Lab. Um, so we haven't had anything from that and I really don't know much about it, but that's just cool. I love when like breweries want to kind of move into something kind of adjacent to beer and play around. Um, and I'm sure that what they learn there or things that they do there could make its way into the beer program. So it's pretty cool there. And then they've also been working on another location um, in Long Beach at a new development that's been underway for some time now. I don't know if they're close. I haven't heard any updates on that one in a while, but a new location is coming. So I, I love the, the ambitious plans for expansion and taking a very unique concept, which started, I think, pretty small and and turn that into something that um, can be embraced by more people. So Long Beach Beer Lab, a well-deserved number two on this list. And that brings us into number one. Man, who, who have we missed? Who could, who could it be? Who could it be? Who have we missed? Mm-hmm. Who's the most obvious Let one? Let think here. I mean, it's the OG, right? It's the OG. Uh, it's the one that we're drinking right now, actually. That's right. Yeah, so Beachwood Brewery is sitting up there at number one, and we're actually combining this a little bit. Beachwood yeah. Brewing and Beachwood Blendery, we're combining into this number one spot just because we couldn't make a list of 11. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's just so good. Like, they, there's just no denying that they are, they're deservedly one of the best breweries in California, and they've been that for a long time. Well-respected in the industry. Everyone wants to collab with them. Um, you know, Julian Schrago, the, the brewer, like, just, he's won so many awards yeah, for think, his beer. I think the awards speak for themselves. Yeah. Um, when you go, when you go, Check out the brew pub. I mean, they got them all hanging up there. Um, there's always a bunch of beer on tap. Yeah, like they like they've got this operation down, and um, and especially if you're a lover of the hops, Beachwood is always at the top of our list when we recommend like totally. top LA IPA type breweries. Um, we I remember clamoring for their their beers when they would get released like Citraholic back in the day. Yeah, it's so awesome now that like Beachwood is. As widely available as it is, yeah, we never um, thought that would happen. Yeah, you know, it was so hard to get Citraholic and Amalgamator and stuff. Yeah, I mean, now you can get a four pack of those. Now they're uh, almost on the radar. Adventuring into the hazy IPA category, which uh, they've quickly picked up steam on. Yeah, like twenty eight haze later is everywhere. Even that popular uh, popular cluster. That's their Tassel. anniversary beer, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was so good. That was a great beer. That was so good. So they, yeah, they I mean they they didn't make our best hazy IPA breweries ranking but they were like if they release they one should, more yeah. good hazy like that like they'll be probably on be on it um and the but, blendery too well I, I think before moving into the blendery because this kind of parlays into it is just um when you see a brewery with that many awards for their beer in competition you typically see them clustered around one specific style or like adjacent styles their awards have been for like so many different styles so they are like a perfect haven for hop heads, but if you like 
lighter beers, if you like darker beers, no matter what you're into, they can kill it on that style. It's really, really cool. Um, And so I think that's the perfect parlay into what they're doing at the blendery because they're like, all right, clean beer, we got that. Uh, Let's let's try our hand at wild and um, open fermentation, cool ship. Yeah, the cool ship there and so much some of the that their barrel room uh we saw amazing. it like over a year ago i'm sure it's like even more intense now yeah but their barrel program is just so cool um yeah the stuff they're doing not many breweries are attempting to do and um whether that be for like oh i don't want to touch tradition or i you know we don't want to i mean I, you'd have to think that what they're doing on the blendery side isn't immediately profitable you know, like there's so much yeah. care, so much time it takes for these beers to come to fruition that like these are the experimental. It's expensive, stuff. and it's it, yeah, it's not like a immediate clear like business opportunity. But they've been at this for a while now, and we're finally seeing like some of these beers, like Funky yeah, is about to come back. Like that is a legitimate. I mean, I guess we're not allowed to say lambic, but like <laughs> in the vein of lambic, like that's it's just really cool to see what they're able to do there, um, and hopefully most of you already know what we're talking about um they've been around for a while but number one it is what it is they're number one they ain't they ain't going anywhere either no no not at all they're sticking at number one um their seal beach location continues to kill it yeah you know, the the huntington beach uh production brewery in tap room it's just pumping out beers left and right um yeah beachwood well-deserving number one. I think that was pretty obvious. Love that spot. That was going to be it. And um, you have to plan yeah. your your Long Beach trip around Beachwood. Yeah, you know. Make sure to go for lunch yeah. because the barbecue is fantastic too. Yeah, super good. Cool. That was if that wasn't the most obvious number one we've had on this <laughs> Highland Park at number one for downtown LA was pretty obvious, but this is even, this one's even more obvious. Yeah, I mean, I think when you think Long Beach beer, beach you think Beachwood. Yeah. Right. What was really cool um, was talking to Dan at Liberation about how Beachwood kind of um, took the charge on doing this Long Beach beer collab for the Sun yeah. Fest mm-hmm. and just talked about how all the different breweries around Long Beach like look up to Beachwood at this point in time. Like Beachwood for so long was like the little guy and fighting to be relevant and Ballast Point came in and they had this whole big, you know, yeah. charge against Ballast Point and you know, these years have passed by and Beachwood's grown. You know, they purchased that Huntington Beach location and turned that into a production facility. Um, they've amped up distribution by far. Um, Blendery's finally pumping out beers. And so they're finally like, they're the big guy in Long Beach. And it's cool to see them kind of take everyone under their wing and like, you know, kind of lead the way for the Long Beach beer scene. So, yeah. Does anyone even talk about Ballast Point in Long Beach anymore? I haven't heard right. much about them. I'm surprised that place hasn't closed. I know. <laughs> Ballast Point announced a bunch of closures recently, yeah. and I was like, Long Beach has to be on that list. It wasn't, though. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. Beachwood crushes them. Yeah. No matter what. So that's the list. Quick should recap? We, yeah, should we run it through real quick? Yeah, quick recap. All right. Number 10 was Stateside Crafts. Cool little taproom bottle shop. Check that out. Number nine is Little Vice. Best tacos, great beer, awesome. All right, number eight, Beer Belly. Classic spot, cocktail bar, great beer menu. Death by Duck, that's all I got to (laughs) say. Number seven is Trademark Brewing, the newest spot on the list. Huge, great beer, check them out. All right, number six, Ambitious Ales, one of our favorites on the list. 
Um, just killing it on a diverse range of styles. Very experimental, innovative, cool spot. Number five is Fourth Horseman. Pizza, beer, horror-themed, pretty unique. And number four is Ted Mile. Very approachable, well-executed beers. Family vibe going on over there. I feel like I'm part of the family when I'm there. Number three is Bottlecraft. One of the best tap lists we've seen in Southern California. And bottles and cans to go. All right, number two, Long Beach Beer Lab. I mean, beer is chemistry, right? And so these guys have fully embraced it. Awesome beer. Cool little bakery. <laughs> Check them out. And number one is Beechwood Brewing and Beechwood Blendery. Some of the best clean, crisp, light beers, IPAs, stouts, porters, awesome stuff, plus an amazing sour program. Well-deserved at number one there. You name it, they do it. Yep, that's right. So that wraps it up for this episode of Ranked. That's our top 10 in Long Beach. We want to hear what you have to say. We're pretty confident about our feelings about the Long Beach beer scene, but you probably have a difference of opinion and we welcome that. We want to hear what your top 10 is. Tweet us, Instagram us, email, postal mail. Doesn't matter. Facebook. Let us know. Let us know, please. Uh, all right, so that wraps it up. We'll come back to you soon. Maybe yeah. next week? Yeah, maybe next week. Maybe the week after. Who knows? But no matter what, we're ranking them. You're drinking them. That's the podcast. Peace out. <laughs>